stay low this weekend? You had a chill weekend. I did, actually. Yeah. Um, I, the past four weeks, I've been in four cities. Mm-hmm. So I was very happy to be home. I was so happy to grocery shop. Okay. As random as that sounds. Uh-huh. I was so excited. Because <laughs> I only had, like, juice and water in my fridge. I was so excited yesterday. That like, sounded like my fridge. Oh, uh, I So now I have to cook something, but, you know, it's okay. <laughs> I know you spent some time down Jimmy's. I did spend some time. I That's did. Um, I spent the first like- half of the game down there. Okay. Um, I had a ball, per usual. Great food, great atmosphere. They had Orioles on the left for me and the Ravens on the right for me, so... That's the ultimate hookup. We're going to talk a little bit more about Jimmy's in a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Jay, do you know what I'm talking about? I was about to, I was going to say, we're going to, we're going to, because I mean, that happened over the weekend. It could have very well start while you was in there. But okay, we're going to stop talking. We're going to get into it a little bit later. Okay. You know what else I did this weekend? What? What's that? Opening weekend Renaissance Festival. Did you do that? How yeah. was it? Did you get a big smoked turkey king, leg? King, oh God, yes, a king's Fuck portion. Yeah. Me and a friend took all our kids, three kids all together. That was craziness running around. I'm gonna try to do it without kids, cause <laughs> yeah, right. So you get one of them dumb beers, like yeah. yeah. We got the costumes though and everything. Okay. Did it up, yeah. Dang, you should have sent some pictures in, man. Let's we'll see the pictures, yo. Maybe we'll see. You know. Okay, well, I mean, sounds like everybody had a, a pretty busy weekend. I kind of had a, a busy weekend as well. Fantasy drafts. Friday was Fabulous Force Friday with Suno Entertainment, who was also in, um, affiliated with BXR. You know they, that audition for Yo! MTV Raps, too. <laughs> they had an open mic night down at Reverb. Shout out to Mike, owner of Reverb. Um, shout out to Sully and all the artists that came through. Um, for the open mic, I, I did a couple of interviews for some of the artists there. Shout out to my dude, Adib, yo, with the camera. Um, you know, it was a family affair. Everybody came through and put on a great show and a great interview. So um, maybe if if we can, if we get off the rocks for that, we'll throw some of those interviews on the show page as well. If you ought to check out some of the local artists that um, and, and the other things that's going on around, around town. Um, Ravens. Ravens played... They played on Monday. I mean, it was a it was an awesome week. Yeah. If you're a Raven Raven fan, because Ravens played on Monday, then they turned around and played on Saturday. And you know, I was thinking that since they had two games in one week, there might be a there might be a little effect on the second game because they squeaked out that Colts game. Yeah. They squeaked out the Colts game by one, and I was actually looking for them to drop this Miami game, but they came back out looking strong, man. Absolutely not. You don't think so? You think Miami was just that horrible? I think, yeah. there's, I think there's some bias there considering whose second favorite team it is. <laughs> My second favorite team is the Dolphins. It is the Dolphins. Because, okay, so let me go ahead and explain this right now. So my second favorite team is the Dolphins. When I first started uh, watching football, I was about um, – 13, so okay. it was about, what, 91, 92. We didn't have a football team. Fair. Okay. And my favorite uh, football player at the time was, like, Dan Marino. He was in the movies. Fair. He was the cool guy. He had the cool arm. You know, he was down there with the curly hair and everything. It was all good. I was a big Dan Marino fan. So uh, 
You know, I, I was following the Dolphins till we got the Ravens, and I still follow the Dolphins a little bit. But we're about to go to commercial break, so when we come back, we're going to talk more Ravens, and we got plenty of what-the-fuck moments of the week. <laughs> this last week has been crazy, all the way up till today. So don't go anywhere. Just a bit outside. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Oh. <laughs> It is? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was trying. I'm like, yeah. We're still alive? I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. How do I choose a book? Sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual. If a book's really impressing me and the writing is really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the endings of books should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress and the Ad Council. Green light. Hey girl, school zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. How do I choose a book? Sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual. If a book's really impressing me and the writing is really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the endings of books should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.com. So, Jacqueline. Yes, Mom? I wanted to talk to you about something, and... Oh, wait. Hold on. I just got a text. Oh, there's another one. Wow. Busy, busy me. So, anyway... Oh, wait, Mom. I just got a message. My friends keep commenting on my comment. Oh, there's another one. So many comments on my comment. Oh, I can't wait to watch TV tonight. Playoffs! Hey, guys, check out my new video game. Wait, wait. Mom, what? What? Hold What'd on. you say? Wait a second. What? This weekend, unplug. Take your family to the forest. There's nothing in the world like experiencing nature firsthand. Trees, paths, bluebirds, streams. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to Discover the Forest. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Now listen to BeExposedRadio.com. Check out this fire flashback. Within our community, we got to look at ourselves and love and support each other. However, when we bring color into the perspective, we are no longer looking at each other as equals. We are dividing ourselves even more so than what society divides us. We're already divided with inequality, not unequality, but inequality within a system that is meant to keep us down. Here we are yet again doing things that are detrimental to our survival and and sustaining of a fruitful living. We're causing more mental health issues upon ourselves in our own society and our own communities by talking about the difference in, in complexion even when it gets down to the point where we discriminate upon each other. I've often felt that I have been discriminated against even with my own people when it comes to me going into a business that is black owned and black operated and I get 
hooked up service and then I never want to return and into that establishment because the service was so fucked up. I support those who support me. It doesn't matter what color you are, what race you are. If you are a peaceful person, peaceful, loving person who believes in equality, I will love and support you with the same effort. However, being black and supporting black and acknowledging that I love the... Make sure you check out McClane's Couch every Tuesday at 9 p.m. at TheExposedRadio.com. You are listening to TheExposedRadio.com. Out on Facebook, YouTube, listening to us live each and every Monday. We appreciate it. But hey, look us up on any podcast service like iTunes, Google Play, and many more. Search for Be Exposed Radio and catch up with us on your schedule. All right, there it is. There it is. There you have it. You guys, when we left off, we were talking about the Baltimore Raven and the Ravens and their busy week last week. One game on Monday night against the Colts, and then another game. What was that? Saturday night. Saturday. Christ Almighty. Against the, um, gosh, against the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> it's been a long weekend, y'all. Yeah, let me, yeah, okay, yeah, let's, let's take another sip. Ooh. There you go. So, the Ravens, I guess most notably, the Ravens are continuing their preseason championship caliber. Did you know I like to call them the preseason champs? And they both, they got two wins last week. Um, they squeaked out a win against the Colts. And um, I guess the, the most notable thing I wanted to say about the Colts game was that, like, yo, I want to rep the, the 40 and over squad because Adam Vinatieri oh, dude. was, I mean, you know, I mean, he's the enemy and he was in the, in the blue and white, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we hate the love, we love to hate him, but I mean, like, that, that was huge to me. I mean, that was a big deal. Right, right, and it was um, and I believe uh, they said something about uh, his last three. That's been fifty plus yards. He's missed in the yeah, preseason. Like he missed, he missed one at each of those games, and then yeah, another kick in the Dolphins game was blocked. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't pay attention to the length, but yeah. So Adam Vinatieri at age 45 said, let me show you how to do it, young blood. And, and he nails that 57-yarder in which, uh, I mean, unfortunately they didn't win the game because we still won by one point. Right. Whoop. But, I mean, but that was pretty sweet, though. That was pretty yeah. sweet. And, and is, it, is it me or am I just tripping? But I was looking at Terrell Suggs, right? I was looking at him on Monday night, and I was looking at him on, on Saturday night. Has he lost some weight? It looks like he might have slimmed down a little bit. Maybe. You know? Which is, I mean. Which I think is, is kind of good because it will make him a little bit faster. Yeah. You know, but he, he looked like, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check that offline just to confirm, but it looked like he lost a little bit weight because he looked, he looked a little bit quicker and a little sl- slimmer out there, which was pretty good. What, we got a comment? Yeah, DeAndre says, easy, it doesn't count, LOL. Which I mean, we've we said that in the past. It, it's preseason. Didi, baby, 
wish we was wish you was here. Hey, look, hey, y'all, let's let's cheers, one for Dee Dee. <laughs> What's up, Deandra? But um, yeah, so uh, Mark, did you watch the game on Saturday? I did not. I, okay, uh, that was like the day I went to the Ren Festival. Oh, the Ren like, Festival. Yeah, okay, it was crazy. It was okay, long ass day. Now I know you know Jaina is is like a big VIP customer at Jimmy's Famous, which is here in Baltimore. Yeah. Famous okay. seafood, famous crab cakes. Um. <laughs> Lonnie, Lonnie said he got to get ready. Now, okay, so first of all, Janie, you're sitting up in here, you're chilling. Now, I want to talk about one of the funniest moments of the game, which is playing right now. Let's just take a quick watch. Oh. <laughs> Is that one he ran to the wrong I'm just trying to get on any squad now. <laughs> Alright, so uh, this is one of the crazy, crazy moments uh, of the game, which is kind of going to segue us into our what the fuck moments of the week. So I guess we could say this is our first what the fuck. Kiko Alonso of the Miami Dolphins. I believe that was the special teams play. Yeah. Was that correct? Okay, so he's on special teams. Special team play. He gets hit and you know, you, you know, right, you know what I want to scream. You know, I want to scream. <laughs> you know, he gets knocked out, and he kind of, <laughs> CTE, I'm sorry. He gets knocked out. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. He gets knocked out. <laughs> he gets knocked out. He loses, like, all awareness of where he is. And he just, he, he runs to the Ravens' sideline. And not only does he run to the Ravens' sideline, he posts up next to Harbaugh like, yeah, coach, how'd you like that play? And, and Harbaugh's like, son, you might want to go to the other side. And he's like completely oblivious of where he is. Like, dude, how crazy is that? I mean, that's like something you see in a movie. I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> had to make that Sports Center top 10. I, I, it, oh, I, I believe it did. I sure believe it did. Because oh, yeah. that thing was. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, Lonnie. Kiko ran to the completely <laughs> wrong sideline and stood next to the coach, man, and put his hands on his hip like, yo, what's up? <laughs> Everyone wants to be a Raven. See? Yeah, everybody want to be down with the purple and black. Hey, I'll drink to that, baby. That's right. <laughs> But, yeah, that was wild, man. That was our first WTF moment of the week, which will kind of bring us into news coming. All right, you guys, when we come back, we're going to talk more Ravens, more WTF. What the hell, Jimmy Smith? All right, when we come back, just a bit outside.
It is with great pleasure that I welcome you to today's graduation ceremony. Students, uh, when you hear the reason or reasons for your absences throughout the years, please exit the auditorium without your high school diploma. Once you've exited, remove your cap and gown and proceed into the unknown. <clears throat> Too tired. Family trip. Part-time job. Helping around the house. Sick day. Starting the holidays early. Just because. Starting in the sixth grade, students who miss 18 days or more of school in a year for any reason will fall behind and risk not graduating high school. How many days of school has your child missed this year? Absences add up. Keep track at boostattendance.org today. Black by Demand Radio Show. Two years ago. If you broke that bike and it don't work, that's on you, brother. I suggest you get that toolkit out back and then start working with it, right? Yeah. So my son's looking at me like, wow. And, I, you know, I, I broke down to him how we had got um, fixing flat tires down to right. a science. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? Sticking the tube in the water. Right? Talk to me, brother. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, critical thinking. And see, we look at that now and, like, kids, they not as... You know, they're not as on hands like the, like we were back in the day. That's because nowadays you don't have to put the bikes together anymore. They can come assembled. Yeah, everything's coming assembled. When you buy it in the store, they ask you, like, if you want it already assembled. Right, right. Back then, you just got the box with a million pieces. Right, and, and today, I don't think they could work with that. It's just like the thought process. Nowadays, you get a bike that's, put, that's already put together. Now, when right. you were younger, you had actually had to put this bike together. Right. You had to put it together. That basically closes your mind into learning how to do something. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, now yes. you're giving it something. So, okay, you take this. This is what it is. Right, so now right. So we have to run with this instead of teaching the child, this is how you put this together so you can see the result as this. Right, right. Criti- critical thinking. Yeah. So look, not to cut you off, Mr. Okay. Nice, but let's go to our first commercial break. And then we're going to come back and finish talking about critical thinking. We're rewarding you for something you already do. Listening to us. It's radio loyalty. And it's an easy way for you to get free stuff. All you do is sign up. Go ahead and click the banner now. You'll earn points as you listen. Points you can trade in for great products and services in the radio loyalty store. You can earn even more points when you share your favorite station with friends on Facebook and Twitter. Radio loyalty. It's free to sign up. So click the banner to join now. Just a bit outside radio show. Um, there is one glaring stat that uh, I read about while watching the games over the weekend. New York Yankees went 22 straight innings with at least one. That's a major league record for the postseason. You are listening to BeatPostRadio.com. Outside radio show and beexposedradio.com. However, you're watching us, share the link, share the love. We got the Orioles in town tonight against the Toronto Blue Jays, top of the second, 0 0. So, uh, hopefully, the Orioles can uh, not for long pull something out. Hey, be- before we go to the next thing, real quick, Orioles are 37 and 94. What comes first, 40 wins or 100 losses? <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, hold on. All right, we're not going to let Jaina answer that question. But what was that? <laughs> we're going to leave Jaina out of this one. What Just was it again? Her voice, block her face. Right, right. right. Yeah, what's that checkered? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You said what comes first, 100 losses or? Or 40 wins. And then what's the record right now? 
Yep. 100 <laughs> losses. 100 losses, god damn it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, they got swept this weekend, did they not? because the doubleheader. And like two of the games, I think they got shut out, or at least one of them damn games. I'm like, come on, man. I mean, you know, I, we know it's over and everything, but can we at least try to, like, ruin somebody's somethings? Yeah. And, 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 and the Yankees, they didn't even have Aaron Judge right. or, or what's the other boy? Gosh. Uh, God, it was another one that was out. Another major player. Come oh, on, I don't man. Know, but you know, his players weekend, and they had the nicknames on the back. Yeah. And you know, an Oriole had CC on the back of his. <laughs> head tilt, both like, right. simultaneously. Right. Yeah. Which Oriole player did that? I it can't could have been Caleb. Who it was right now. Yeah. It could have been. No, Caleb. it wasn't Caleb. Okay. It was probably one of the newbies. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. What she said. 100 losses. Right. Right. Hey, and Deandra, thank you. Thank you. If you like the new set, we love it, too. We, we love it, too. We're glad we got your approval since you're like the official Raven around here. You know, marketing and branding. So, you know, we're we happy we got that seal of approval. But, um, yeah, definitely 100 losses will come before, before those wins, baby, because, I don't know, it's just not looking good. Watch them get that win tonight, though. Prove me so wrong. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So the Orioles are continuing to play like Orioles. Um, so let's talk about. <laughs> let's talk. <laughs> let's, yes, it is. It's not, you're fine. You're fine. Let's talk about. Let's get back to the Ravens. Okay. So, you know, we're kind of in the middle of the whole WTF kind of segment of the show. And, you know, everybody knows Jimmy Smith. He works in the, he's in the secondary for the Ravens, correct? And he just got in trouble for some domestic violence. Is it like in cement? Like this, I mean, I know the, cement, the suspension has been handed down, correct? Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have any details like, on that? I mean, I, I know it has to do with... You know, domestic violence against his, his one of his girlfriends or yeah, something his, like that. His ex girlfriend, who's ex girlfriend, like right? Of his child. Um, from what I recall, though, is is verbal and not physical, which I guess uh, I mean is good. <laughs> they're not. They're not going to put him out for life. I mean, I guess there's levels to this shit. But also, know? it's something that's been known and pre-existing, and yeah. they're just finally coming down on. Ravens did a pretty good job of keeping that under wraps, though, because I, I, I hadn't heard anything about it prior to the suspension coming out. Wasn't he suspended the last four games He was suspended last year, and I think they actually lost those games, too. For the same incident? I don't know. If, I, something different, okay. Something different, yeah. Well, well, there you have it. Um, so, all right, big loss. You know, well, you know, significant loss for the Ravens because um, the secondary kind of has been a little, hasn't really been. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's improved. It's, yeah. The last yeah. couple seasons have been, ugh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Secondary's been a little shaky, like. So, um, 
You know, so I think he's been suspended for, what is it, three or four games? Four games. Four games. Okay. So that's the first quarter of the season. Um, the Ravens are definitely going to feel that. Um, do you know who's stepping up in, in his presence? Have they announced that as of yet? They're probably still trying to work that out yeah. with, um, you know, with this last end of the preseason. Because I don't think they have to name the 53-man roster till exactly. Friday. Right, right. So maybe in two weeks, because we're going to be off for Labor Day, you know, we'll be able to to see who's um, actually going to fill those shoes, and and we'll see how well they do. And, um, you know, good luck to them. And, you know, Jimmy, let's try to stay out of trouble. We need you. We definitely need you. And, you know, speaking of Jimmy, and let's go back to Jimmy's famous, I got it, it's another WTF that has to actually do with Jimmy's Famous, the seafood place in Baltimore, the famous crab cakes, the famous food. And my company just had their crab feast there. I mean, the food is hitting. I ain't lying. That was my first time there, and I was impressed. Yeah. Yes, it was my first time there. I was impressed. But apparently, Jimmy's Famous got into a Twitter beef this weekend. And when, when people you know when people started tagging me to this story, and I first looked at this story, I'm like, Twitter beef, what the hell, you know, what the hell is going on and how could this have possibly happened? And it, it, it just had, it, I don't know, it was like this thing that kind of snowballed into, you know what I mean? I don't even know how. He just started. I, I wouldn't even say it was a Twitter beef, it was just a Twitter roasting. <laughs> right, right. It all started with Peter. Peter's bare my asses. And look, you know what? That's another WTF moment of the week, for real, for real. Let's just go just a bit outside on the WTF and talk about Peter in this damn billboard that has caused so much commotion and ended up causing a Twitter beef between Jimmy's Famous and fucking Zach Levine. I don't even know how that shit is. Like, of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, but first, Peter. Okay, so we are in Baltimore. We are in Maryland. This place is called the Big Crab Cake, okay? For anybody who doesn't know, all right, this, is the, this place is called the Big Crab Cake. Now, last week, there was a billboard that, sur- that kind of like somebody threw up there. I don't know who, who paid who because somebody had to get paid to put this joint up. For real, for real. But apparently, Peter put this billboard up on Baltimore. It's like Baltimore and... Uh, Somewhere by the Inner Harbor. Yeah, Baltimore yeah. and President. It's like right when you're coming off of 83, I rode past it over the weekend. I was like, this shit is crazy. But it basically said, there's a crab on there. And it said, crabs are friends, not food. That, I mean, not for, those, not for those words, but that's basically what it said. It said something like, I'm not meat, see an individual. I'm me, not me. I am me, not me. Okay, I'm going to say this again. A crab. A Maryland blue crab. A Maryland blue crab with his fucking claws was sitting on the (laughs) billboard saying, I am me, not me. And they said to see the individual. Don't see a crab. See an individual. How fucking crazy is that? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I mean, did, did, did Peter, is Peter reaching on this one or what? I'm just glad the Old Bay store is like across the street down by the Inner Harbor. I mean, Old Bay, McCormick, everybody's probably rolling around in their graves right now. Like, what is going on? And, and if your crab is not food, my question is, 
What is this supposed to be? A pet? I, I, I mean, I, 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 uh, is it, I mean, is anybody out there keeping crabs? I mean, I know how y'all like to deal with the animals, you know, but is anybody out there keeping crabs as pets right now? Blue crabs. Blue, not the Maryland blue, blue crabs. Not those things you get at the mall. Whatever. Right, not no hermit crab. No hermit crab that you get at Ocean City in a little box and shit. I'm talking about a Maryland blue crab. How crazy is that? I see me, not food. I'm confused because how long has Baltimore been known for crabs and crab cakes and everything crab like? So why all of a sudden now? I'm going to tell you what, I saw that damn billboard and I went and got three damn dozen of crabs and ate the shit out of all of them. Where was my invite? Damn, three dozen. <laughs> and they were delicious. Those friends were delicious. We okay? Love we love our friends. <laughs> With old Peter, beer. stop that shit. Okay, so back, so back to Jimmy's Famous. So, I don't know. Jane, Jane is always at Jimmy's Famous. She's like a VIP customer there. I think she might have been the start of this whole Twitter beef. I don't know. I think she might have. I, I think she might have told somebody to jump on the on the phone and get the Twitter fingers, trigger fingers. You know what I'm saying? So I. So why don't you tell us that, you know, we already know she was already up in Jimmy's Bay was chilling on Saturday, getting a VIP treatment with the two screens and everything. <laughs> and I appreciate that, guys. Thank you. You know, I love you. <laughs> Get famous. Famous fame, all that. Um, I don't know how it started. I was at the upstairs bar. I tweeted because the only reason I actually was on Twitter was because I said something about the two ladies that wanted us to turn the, or wanted them to turn the music down at the bar and it's upstairs bar that's just not how you rock at Jimmy's like it is it's a party yes great food great drinks great service all that but it's a party up there so I couldn't figure out like if you want to find that experience you can go down to the dining room but now is not the time for you to sit and catch up like you know <laughs> go through that another part of the restaurant right take your ass where we get it right in. right um but yeah so I I did see <coughs> To Jimmy's, but that was the only thing that I said. I didn't even know that anything had started until the next day. Okay. I thought I was responsible. I'm not. I promise I'm not. So you want to you give the little details on Jimmy Famous Twitter, Twitter story? I don't have anything in front of me. Oh, okay. All right. Ain't no problem. So basically what happened was there was a tweet um, that basically had to do with Michael Jordan. Someone, yeah, someone from Chicago had said yeah. something about Jimmy's Famous. Yeah. And and then and then Jimmy's uh, you know came back with a tweet about um, you know hey if you get you know Michael Jordan to suit back up I mean Jimmy's is always saying hey you know we like to use Jimmy's to lure players in with our Maryland blue crabs <clears throat> Peter um, we <laughs> you know it's a it's a good it's it's a good uh, a good bonus it's a good ace in the hole. Crab cakes for life. Yeah, man, crab cakes for life. So, you know, Jimmy's in their Jimmy's way says, all right, you know, ha, 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 ha. Let's get Michael Jordan to suit back up. I mean, we all know Michael Jordan's old ass is not going to suit back up, but it was real cute. You know, we'll throw we'll throw y'all some crab cakes or something like that. So then, that's right, Zach Levine plays for the Chicago Bulls now. Okay, now it's making sense. All right, so... This particular uh, fan or whatever says, ha, 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 how about we, we, how about you take Zach Levine? And Jimmy Famous basically said, hell to the no, no, no. 
you know, and, and, and basically, I mean, just just straight shut them down like, um, no, thank you. You know what I'm saying? And uh, talk about his contract because it was like five years. Seven yeah, years. they said he wasn't worth the money, and then they 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 went even more in and said they plays like zero defense. Well, so, that came after Zach's. Because he said he's allergic. Yeah, Zach said he was allergic to, to shellfish. Oh yeah. <laughs> So that shit went from from here to Chicago to Zach Levine's living room where he felt like he had to get in. Like, wait a minute, I mean, somebody probably touched him like, yo, dog, Jimmy's Famous is roasting you in Baltimore. Man, them crab motherfuckers is roasting you. So he felt like he had to get in there and be like, oh, man, I'm, I'm allergic to shellfish anyway. So, it was, so Jimmy's was like, oh, yeah, for real, motherfucker? Well... Look like you're allergic to defense too. So I mean, yo, shout out to Jimmy's for the roast, man. And I really enjoy that. Represent for the home team, the home city, for the 410, for the 443. Let them know we ain't to be played with. That was a lot of fun. And I, I, I'm still fully convinced that Jaina had some type of hand up in that. <laughs> you take that sip. Just sitting there at the bar. You see what this motherfucker said? <laughs> You gonna let him talk to you like that? <laughs> you know we're gonna get her called into the office tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know we might have seen about somebody from Jimmy's coming through, you know, and chopping it up with us for real, for real. Cause I heard those guys are a lot of fun. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Get us past the velvet rope. Yes. Yes, and. You know, let's keep it going. Let's keep it local. So everybody was partying this weekend, and it was a wedding this weekend as well for one of our favorite local celebrities. <laughs> what? We got a comment? Lonnie. Oh, hey, shit. Lonnie's active tonight. Yo, I love Lonnie. He's hilarious. About the uh, Zach Levine. He should lose stats on 2K for that. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Lonnie? What's going on, bro? Thanks for watching, yo. So, uh, yeah, so I was saying, local celebrity that we all love, Mr. Drew Hill himself. Woo! Ooh! Well, no, he wasn't really the ooh, yeah, yeah but. That was Casey. Yeah. Uh, I can't do it. I don't even know. I what, do it on the radio. What's, what's, what's the. What's the uh, a couple of juice, <laughs> well, right. Mr. Five Steps. I can't do it. I'm not going to sing. He got married this weekend. Cisco. Cisco. And you know, what is a Cisco wedding without a little phone? <laughs> At Cisco's wedding, you guys, we all missed it. He performed the thong song at his wedding, and we all missed it. How upset are we that we missed it? I'm upset. <laughs> What about you? Mark, I know that's your favorite song, Did yo. Did you not get it out of the way when they were doing Afram? I, uh, uh, <laughs> I guess, I guess there wasn't enough, yeah, there wasn't enough thong at Afram. So we had to, we had to thong it up at the wedding, though. But congratulations to Cisco and his beautiful wife, as you see. <laughs> without, oh, without you, girl, my life is incomplete. Hey, Lonnie, that's what's up with the throwback. Yeah, but congrats to Cisco and, and his beautiful um, wife now, Elizabeth. But yo, bruh, party foul on a thong song. I just got to wonder if Grandma was on the dance floor at the time. 
I, I seriously hope she didn't th- show her thong. <laughs> well, y'all, don't do that shit no more. Hey, your first anniversary, I better not see anything about you performing, dog. Like, seriously, just enjoy the moment. You know, enjoy the ceremony. You don't gotta, you don't gotta make it your show, dog. I mean, and, and of, of all songs, you could have did, you could have did what these bitches want from a. <laughs> I mean, as it is, it's his wedding. Like, everyone knows him, so it's not like he needs to go through best hits. Like, does he, do he, does he have a best hits album? Best hit. Best hit. Oh, ah! <laughs> oh I'm not. I'm And bikini depends. <laughs> Let me see them granny panties. <laughs> oh, make <me> jump. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, let's get off. Let's get off of Cisco. Seriously, let's get off of Cisco. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Right. It's another one. Okay. All right. Let's. Uh, do we have? Do we have enough time? Music going yet? Not yet. All right, so we got enough time for another quick one, though. Really quickly. Uh, the U.S. Open started today. You know, um, all of our favorites are back on the court in one of the biggest stages of tennis out at Arthur Ashe Stadium out there in Queens. Queens, stand up. Queens, wait up. I will be there on Thursday, so get ready. But um, he says screaming. <laughs> but... Um, there was a little, there's kind of a WTF moment involving Serena Williams in one of her um, suits that she just wore at the French Open. So everybody knows that she's, you know, she's known for wearing the cat suit. She wears it well. And not only does she look good in it, there also is a medical purpose for this cat suit mm-hmm. as well, which, you know, I totally forgot about until I was reading up on it today, yeah. which kind of makes me be like, what the fuck, too, you know. So basically, you guys, the um, the French, uh, the French Open Committee, they they made a, a rule that that is basically banning Serena Williams' um, cat suit, which was also like a, a tribute. That she, I think she called it the Wakanda Forever. Pe- I think people started calling it the Wakanda. Yeah, suit. Well, right. She might not even have did it. I think you know that, that's it was called the Wakanda suit, for real, for real. But the 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 main purpose for the suit was actually to prevent the blood clots. Yep. That's correct. You know, Serena's had, a, like, a number of health issues over the past couple of years. And this bodysuit, or cat suit, you know, whatever you want to call it, it's really like a bodysuit. This bodysuit serves medical purposes. And the French Open Committee has banned this bodysuit. And I'm pretty sure every last one of them knows that this is a compression suit that stops blood clots. You know, a lot of people out there, no, no one on this panel is saying this. So let me just say that, say this first. A lot of people out there are calling conspiracy theory. She's on the verge of being the all-time winningest female, you know, in, in tennis of all time. Like, she is poised to just basically, yeah, she's poised to basically just shatter every, damn near every record there is in women's tennis. And... Like it's, I mean, like literally, 
like what one or two slams away or yeah. maybe I think it might be one slam away as a matter of fact like I mean like literally on the verge so I mean to come up with this kind of type of um, rule right now has a lot of people giving the side eye has a lot of people scratching their heads and as Lonnie said also the most drug tested athlete in sports you know and you know she's she's kind of called she's called people out on that as well so you know um, I, you know I really don't know what, what to say about that I mean whether it be about the damn Wakanda or, or whatever, it, it's not a good look, you know what I mean, for the French Open. And the French Open has never really had very rigid, I mean, they do have some type of um, uniform standards, but yeah. they, they haven't been as rigid as Wimbledon, you know. But I think that might, they might be going into that direction. I think the language of it is no personalized suits, mm-hmm. which, yeah, Wimbledon is... Um, can't you wear it? Yeah. She's got to find a way. Yeah. Um, uh, I write a little bit about her reaction. She said, you know, like, she seems like she's pretty much not phased by it all. But I'm pretty sure she'll find, like, some type of loophole or find some, you know, some really good alternative because, you know, like I said, I mean, blood clots, that's a big thing. You know, that's something that's taken her um, out of tournaments. And with the, you know, with the U.S. Open, you know, around the corner, I mean, certainly, and this is why I love the U.S. Open so much, because there's, like, no rules. They let everybody express themselves. It's a good time. It's a party in Queens, yo. So, you know, the French have always been stuck up. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but over here in America, you know, we're going to do the damn thing. So, you know, we'll, be, um, we'll keep, be keeping you guys abreast of the U.S. Open tournament as everything goes along. And um, I'll probably be out Queens on Thursday, so be on the lookout for that as well. We haven't gotten any recent Just it. Oh, okay. All right, cool. So when we come back, we still got a few more WTF moments, man. Stay a while. Laugh it up. Check out this flashback from Sunset Soul Radio. All of us have to take personal accountability. Exactly. I can't take responsibility for this. I didn't say no, responsibility. Not you. I said No, are you accountable to the body of To Christ? the body that God so, has me part no, of. That, that yeah, the devil is alive. So my elbow is not accountable to my uh, kneecap. So Stop my it. elbow is accountable to my kneecap or is it accountable to my leg? So if you on the other side of the world and you see something happening to somebody spiritually, I you don't pray, stop? I can pray, pray for them. So there's a the level of accountability for stuff right. about You're not saying that. That is what I said. You're not saying that. That is exactly what I'm saying. Somebody what did Lisa say? Again, you're arguing your point. No listening. This is the problem that we have in the church. No, we get so busy arguing no, our points. To us that God Nobody's assigning it to y'all. I said we as a body, all of us, everybody that associate themselves as a as a disciple to Christ. We have to take a responsibility. I heard a wise person say this. Maybe y'all might not call him a lot, but somebody posted on Facebook, why are we so concerned about the things uh, of the world? Well, the world is not even concerned about the things of the church. That's not what he said. No, I'm not talking about the world. You're talking about another brother. I'm addressing what my cousin posted up Because No, no, no. Whoever said it. That ain't true. Because you can sit in the world and be right about 
But it sounds very cliche, but like I grew up to believe. I'm really concerned about us going to heaven. Not what you you paint a broad picture again, because like for me, the way I was raised, if somebody on the street needs something or is going through something, you help them. Sunset Soul Radio, Thursdays from 7 to 9, only on BeExposedRadio.com. Exposed Radio. It's a family affair if you want to look at it that way. It is. I, I, I totally agree. And I believe what it, I, I believe that this wisdom on the wall is going to be a movement. And that's what that's what I believe we are we're we are doing. Is we're creating a movement where where people is essentially even after we've presented in these workshops, then they'll be inspired to sort of document some of the things that they've gone through and empower somebody else. So it's it'll be like a chain effect. So they'll see that, you know, we, we were just three women who have gone through various things and experiences in our lives. And we just took the opportunity to sit down, put it in a book, and then it'll be a movement. And then other women will be inspired to do the same thing. Let me tell you, we are better together. We are so much better together, family. I'm telling you, when we, when we band together, put our resources and our experiences together, we can create a movement. And that's what it's about, inspiring people to do more than what they may currently see of their own lives that they can do so much more so exactly right mm-hmm. the inspired radio show tune in every wednesday from 7 to 9 p.m Whoa. the moment my son saw a redwood tree it's huge is the moment i knew that for him you can't even see the top of that thing even the sky has no limit there are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Here's what you missed on Salacious Life Radio. You know, when it comes to your children, especially if you're dating someone that you actually like, like, like actually like, you do want to, you want it to work so you're gonna hope and encourage the relationship between your child and that person because you like that person you know you're gonna hope you are listening to beexpostradio.com Outside, your local sports, funny show extravaganza. And Philippines. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're big in the Philippines. Yeah. Okay. We got a lot of followers out there. I wish I knew how to say hello in Philippines. We'll work on that. Okay. Hey, yeah. Tagalog. Isn't that their official language? What is it? Tagalog. I don't know. What Maybe if some of our Filipino listeners can comment and tell okay. us. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. We're in a different time zone, so they don't get us until like late. Right, right, late. When we're like late. So, um, you guys, thanks for sticking around. As I said before, I got my homegirl Jana in the building, as well as my main man Mark. Permanent fixtures on just a bit outside. We've been in here chopping it up, and we've been going ham on WTS. And you know, it's been so crazy. We still have a few more to kind of ch- you know to throw out there, all around the sports realm. Um, Let's get back into the into the gridiron. Let's go back on the field with football. And let's talk about the guy that we all love to hate. A supreme asshole. Richie. 
incognito. Now, Mark, I know you know the details on this one. I thought that was your introduction for Tom Brady. Oh, ah! Ooh, burn! Bell, bell. <laughs> Shot spot, that's what we do. <laughs> what that bell? Got that bell. Uh, so what's, his, what, what's up with Richie Incognito, Mark? Okay. Make it long. Um, so Richie Incognito, you know, condolences to him and his family. Lost his father. His father passed away. Um, he was out there in Scottsdale, Arizona, at the uh, funeral home, taking care of business. And I know people get emotional at these times. Maybe he has some mental problems that needs to get... Maybe he has some mental problems. Maybe. We don't know if this asshole has mental problems already after how he treated, how he hazed his teammates. I'm not sure what happened at the funeral home, exactly that set him off, but he started threatening the funeral home workers <laughs> and started saying, I got guns, I got this kind of gun, I got that kind of gun, I got this kind of gun, I'm going to come over here and blow everyone up. And there was even something about wanting to take his dad's head. Just, I don't know. So, of course, the Please tell home, me this Bama got locked up. The funeral home called the cops. <laughs> okay. Cops go, and yeah, they found a virtual arsenal in his truck. Wait a minute, he was riding around? Yeah. I thought they found it in his house. I, I oh, thought I read it was in his truck. that's crazy, Oh, my But I, I think they did actually find more in his house, too. More in his house, okay. Yeah. So, um, what they find in his truck again? Uh, I know there's four weapons found in his truck. Uh, maybe an AR-15. AR I'm not sure. Uh, definitely a couple of pistols mm -hmm. and a rifle. Hey, you know... Mobile sec arsenal. Second Amendment, I'm all for it. You got the right, but... I mean, you don't got the right to go out there and start threatening people right. and telling them you're going to kill them. Especially, you know, these people are trying to, to do you a service. Uh, man. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, we all know Richie Incognito's an animal. Like, he's had problems down there in Miami with the he, Dolphins. And it's the Bills. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's amazing that he even still has a job in the NFL. And, you know, like, I'm going to be very interested to see, like, what, what the consequences are going to be with the NFL behind that. Because, like, seriously, that motherfucker has a problem, okay? And he might need to sit down and be on timeout for a little while. And talk to a psychologist or something if he hasn't been already. You know, like, honestly. Maybe some inpatient treatment. I mean, <laughs> um, oh, all right. Well, we done throwing Richard Sherman up there. Okay, we got Richard Sherman up on the screen. So I guess we'll talk about Richard Sherman really quickly. Um, so Richard Sherman has gotten into the fantasy sports business. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, like, I, I got to tip my hat off to them, to this one in particular, because um, it's, it's always cool when athletes, you know, get into, when they invest into something. It's really cool when they do it afterwards, but it's, like, amazing when they do it while they're actually playing. Because, I mean, you, you, can't, play, you can't play sports forever. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And this is one of the, you know, I, I rave about Kobe Bryant and all of his endeavors after he started, you know, stopped playing ba basketball. I rave about LaBooty James and his, and his wonderful team and all of the, 
and all the wonderful things that they are doing. But, um, you know, Richard Sherman basically said that he wants a piece of, of the pie, too. So, you know, he, he got into the fantasy sports business, and it, and it looks like he's about to have his own little fantasy sports company. Now, um, I believe it's fantasy football, um, and, you know, I'm kind of interested to see how this whole thing is going to play out because we've already had, you know, this whole thing with DraftKings. You know, there, there was some... Um, uh, legal things going back and forth about, um, well, if it was legal, you know, in itself, and you know, so a platform will be very interesting, and also too, I mean, will he kind of you know branch out to basketball? I mean, we just we just talked about this whole thing with the NBA and, and the MGM getting exclusive betting rights and stuff like that. Like, I mean, shit, why why stop in football? You know what I mean? So, you know, um, shout out to Richard Sherman, you know, veteran quarterback for the 49ers. I can't believe he plays for the 49ers now. Like, it it's so right. weird, right? Right. And um, for becoming the, you know, becoming a co founder of his own fantasy football, you know. Do you think team. that opens him up for criticism? And, you know, and also, too, like, exactly. yeah, but say a you know, I'm always about the business and everything. Isn't there like some type of conflict of interest going on there? How did he get around that? Like, you know, I, he launched it. I mean, because I'm pretty sure if it, if it if it wasn't legal, somebody would have stopped him by now. Once again, I don't know what rock I've been under. <laughs> but I mean, I think that was I think that's you know pretty cool. You know, so I, I got to shout out Richard Sherman on that one. So I mean, I guess uh, maybe. By week one, we'll, we'll know a little bit more about, you know, exactly what this thing is and how it's going to operate. But um, I'm very intrigued by the whole idea of it all anyway. Is that the music? I feel like no. the music. Nope. <laughs> Anybody out there in Raven Stadium? <laughs> it's the band. It's the band playing back there. Oh, all right. <laughs> Grass. <laughs> Captain Defense. No, <laughs> Uh, a personal suite there, no. like a, a little house, oh, a little right. little bed. Stays in. No. no. Oh, I want to say. What? <laughs> or grape juice. Right. Or grape juice. <laughs> Captain Beef, no. <laughs> All right. So keep it going. Let's go back. Let's go to basketball. I got one more WTF for basketball. Kyrie Irving. We love Kyrie Irving here at Just a Bit Outside. And we love all of his ideas and, and philosophy is Kyrie Irving is a flat earther. He believes that the earth is flat. I love it. But Shaq backed him up on it. Why am I, I not surprised? Incredible source. <laughs> right. Why am I not surprised? But that let me just tell you know. this. Kyrie Irving is now called Kyrie Little Mountain Irving. Was that you? But the Sioux Indian tribe. 
knew you By Sioux tribe, Indian tribe, Shaq which is kind of, it, it was pretty, pretty legit. And Shaq was trolling. <laughs> Everybody think, was trolling on that. I mean, like, seriously, flat earth. I think the, the, the Indian. Think uh, Little Mountain might be a little uh, demasculating? <laughs> oh, ooh, oh. Ooh. I don't know if that Sioux tribe got wins to some of his past <laughs> lovers, but what? I don't know. <laughs> little Mountain, that might be. I don't know. That might be a little testament to his. Uh, huh? Oh, mine too. Oh, okay. All right. That might be a little testament to his game. I don't know. What you think, Mark? Since you'd have thrown that out there, I wasn't even going that one. I just thought it was funny. You know, I... <laughs> hey, I don't know. He needs to stick to the flat earth theory and... Okay. We'll just leave it at that. There's you know, there's all around the globe. No more speculation on to ask to. No more speculation as to uh, how big or little Kyrie's mountain is. <laughs> what did he say? What did Lonnie say? I'm hanging up. Flat Mountain? <laughs> Flat Mountain. I like that one. I might not let that one go. <laughs> I'm name for this season. Flat Mountain, yo. <laughs> you love. <laughs> you know, Lonnie so is on fire. Hey man, why don't you cook? You should be a guest one day, yo. Just call in and just chop it in with us. All that the Celtics care home. about is if he puts up numbers and gets them to the playoffs. Yeah. They're like, you can believe the moon is made of cheese. Right. Okay. Is it? <laughs> the cow jumping over that jump. Working on my comedic timing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep it up. Let's keep it going. So I think this might be our last. WTF moment of the week, which is and it's kind of um, 
kind of serious. Uh, Urban Meyer, you know, you guys, we've been talking about Urban Meyer for the past couple of weeks. Um, he's kind of been under fire and under a microscope because of all the allegations that's been going on with one of his, one of the members of his coaching staff. Also, another domestic violence like situation, man. When we gonna get a, I mean, it's. When are we gonna get a handle on this damn domestic violence thing with football, man? I mean, like, seriously, like it, it's crazy. But um, Urban Meyer only got suspended three games for his role in this whole, basically, like I'm, I'm gonna call it like a clusterfuck of a situation for real, for real. Like, I knew. I think it was like two weeks ago when we reported that, you know, they had been marching and petitioning for this guy to, uh, for Urban Meyer to, to keep his job. Yeah. So when, when all of that was going down, I kind of knew that there was, that the, the consequence wasn't going to fit the, the crime for, uh, you know, crime, if you, you know, for lack of a better word. Um, three games is like, I am so underwhelmed at that. I, I, is that the wrong word to be using? Like not at all. But you got to remember, this is Ohio State that passed down this yeah. penalty, not the NCAA. Okay. And this is Ohio, Ohio State's State. gesture. That's saying we tried to do something. We're on top of it, but not really. Three games into the season, four games into the season, he'll be back on the sidelines. Yep. If the NCAA hasn't taken future. Action. <coughs> By then, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It's this. Okay, this is why this is like a tough pill to swallow for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't even involved in this incident. And I'm not even a fan of Ohio State. I respect Urban Meyer for his coaching like abilities. He's a fantastic coach. You can't take that away from him. There's a victim out there. There's a victim's family out there. You know what I mean? And and I mentioned this when they were doing the protest and when they were doing the petition. Where is the value in life? Where is the empathy? You, you know what I'm saying? And the way that Urban Meyer handled this whole situation, he handled it so poorly. You know what I'm saying? For him to get that, I mean, to me, three games is a slap on the wrist. Consequence. You know what I'm saying? What, and to me, this is like, there are other coaches out there who, who I'm pretty sure in the same situation right now, the shit just ain't came out yet. But it's like, okay, I could just take this Urban Meyer approach. You know what I'm saying? And there's other schools out there that say, okay, well, that will, you know, if, if their player gets in trouble or if their coach gets in trouble, oh, all we got to do is put on a parade and come up with a petition. You know what I'm saying? Or, or a university. Oh, if we get proactive and we throw out this little, you know, suspension, maybe this will ease up the real consequence. You know what I'm saying? And to me, that's where the WTF kind of kind of lies, for real, for real. You asked where the empathy was. There was zero empathy. Zero, because man. Urban Meyer, some people have said, before, yeah, it seems he was asking. Right. You got the music. Okay, you guys, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about this Urban Meyer thing. Then we're going to talk more about football. Who's the best in the AFC and who's the best in the NFC? Don't go anywhere. 
tune to Just a Bit Outside Crew every Monday, 8 to 10 p.m. on uh, BeExposedRadio.com. You want to start off? Um, I think I'll get it out of the way on a who's not. Okay, do it. The Orioles. Right, right. <laughs> they, they got swept by the Royals. They lost four in a row. And mm. uh, the last five games have all been decided by one run. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game before, or the, the last game that they lost before the Royals was uh, the Nationals and his uh, uh, Weeders, of course. Mm-hmm. One, uh, one with a uh, home run. Drove right, away, hit the uh, home run. Hit the home right. Run. Um, they were going into that National Series. It seemed like they were doing so well. And they just, they just crapped out. Um, uh-huh. They got that game postponed, so who knows when they're going to replay that or play that game. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's my first knot for the night. Okay. Um, uh, okay, I'm going to go ahead and um, weigh in on my who's not, and I'm going to talk about the San Diego Padres. The Padres. That's yeah. Okay, you Padres just took my answer. Are, um, <laughs> they're in last place in the NL West. Um, they've lost eight of their last ten. Their run differential is a negative 65, um, which is just horrible. So when you have uh, when, when, well, let me just uh, talk about run differential a little bit. It's it's kind of like the um, you how much like you're you're winning or losing of, your games by, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. It's like the margin of victory, kind of. Right. So um, when you're in a negative number, that that means that you know you're then your average game you're losing by a whole lot. Right. I mean, a number like negative sixty-five, you know, this early into the in the season is is, is pretty rough. That's and horrible. The uh, the pitching numbers pretty much um, support this uh, this uh, stat right here. I mean, the team ERA is four seventy, which is twenty sixth in the league. Um, they have uh, one hundred twenty six walks allowed. Uh, they acquired Jared Weaver in the off season, and he really has not panned out. Um, he's off to one of the worst starts in any of the pitchers in twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. He's on four with a six oh five ERA. Um, in May alone, he already has 12 earned runs. T- 12 sure. earned runs right. in May. And, um, you know, another one of their pitchers, Clayton Richard, he's 2-4 and four with a 4.34 ERA. And, you know, in May he has 6 earned runs and 12 innings pitched. So they're not pitching well. And um, on top of that, they are also not batting well. Right. But it kind of sucks because Manuel Margot is doing pretty good. His um, mm-hmm. the past few um, at bats, his last. Join the Just a Bit Outside crew every Monday, eight to ten p.m. on uh, BeExposedRadio.com. You are listening to BeExposedRadio.com. <laughs> coming back. Okay, all right, coming back. Welcome back, Just a Bit Outside Radio Show, home or on BX Radio, home of Cheryl Underwood, uh, radio weekday mornings at 10 a.m. Um, Orioles, it's in the fourth, 0-0 zero, zero right now, so uh, keeping it down so far on defense, at least. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so when we left off, you guys, we were giving our WTF on Urban Meyer and, you know, the, the consequences that has been, that come down through... Um, Ohio State University, and um, there are a couple of comments that I kind of want to make note of. Um, Lonnie, you hit it right on the head. You know, 
And when it comes to sports, we treat people like gods and they get a god complex. Long that's the long and short of it. I totally agree with you, man. Like everybody knew that this guy was in the wrong. And you know, I, I was I can say it. I was surprised. I was blown away by the fact that people were actually petitioning and marching against this. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you got this, you have this girl, her whole entire family who has, who's basically reliving this whole thing. And now we're living it in the public eye. And it's probably just going through every day. It's probably a walk through hell, you know, for, for this girl. And it's just like, yo, they give no fucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and like, and I totally agree with you, Lonnie, like God complex you know, and, and that's a reoccurring theme in sports, unfortunately, and most of the time in negative situations. Um, he, Lonnie also says, I foresee some NDAs and some money getting thrown around. You already know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's been done already. <laughs> what? Speaking of universities throwing money around, I know it's not a thing, so I just going to throw it out. Yeah, go ahead. Do it. But did you hear the University of Maryland? <gasps> More stuff coming out. What's that? And it's not even the whole McNair investigation. Something different? The former president of the university, I think, or, or uh, AD. Uh-huh. He, he, I can't remember which. I know, it's president of the university because okay. they discovered that he, using university funds, Oh, yeah! a lawyer for two football players to defend against a rape accusation against a fellow student. Not even a non-student. Like, if it was a non-student... Uh, oh, my God. Territory there. Yo. University of Maryland. Didn't I tell you? I was like, yo, this is just the tip of the iceberg. All yep. of this shit is going to start coming through. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. And I wonder if that has anything to do with the fact that while he's not... that While he's the former... Exactly. <laughs> they, just, they just named a new AD. Yes. This year. And a new president. Yes. Yes. They knew they had to change their culture. They just tried to speak another the rug. Yeah. Yeah. Man, and, and they, um, I think they held a press conference last week to kind of give an update on the progress of the investigations and whatnot. Um, I don't think there was really too much said at, at the press conference, but, you know, University of Maryland, man, like, I hate to say it, but when this whole thing is said and done with, it's going to be some major fucking sanctions broke down, you know, brought down. And it's, and it's crazy because, you're like, you're like the new kid on the block of the Big Ten. Yeah. You're the new kid on the block of the Big Ten. And you might be not participating officially for a couple of seasons or something. Like, seriously. What's the over-under for how many years before they get to a bowl game again? Sanction-wise. Five. Yeah. Five. Easy. That shit is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I've never followed college. I have no idea what Yeah, you know, no idea why. Okay, this is the thing about college, and and I think this is probably why a lot of people. There's so many fucking teams. There's so many teams. If you, you know, like, funny, funny fact, fun fact about your host here. I've never been a University of Maryland fan. Never. Yeah, like when it came to college basketball, I was a big Duke Blue Devil fan. Everybody knows I love Coach K, and I just, I just, I love the style of basketball. I don't have a college football team. I don't. You know me. I'm Arizona Wildcats. Yeah, I know it. I know it. Thank God. You know. Yeah. You've had coach. Um, I've I've just kind of been just – I've just literally been hanging in there by a thread with college football. And I really think the only reason why is because they changed up 
their whole bowl game, their whole bowl approach. Yeah. You know, with the playoffs. To, to me, that made it interesting. Like, you know, prior to, like, I was just, I hate to say it, I was just doing it for the job. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, I mean, this. but honestly, though, I mean, there's so, I mean, I mean there are over 300, isn't it? It's over 300 right. D1 teams. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, and I'm amazed by the college sports analysts and professionals because, you know, things behind them because I know they have statisticians and, and, and all of that, like, all the shit that we don't have. You know what I mean? And, you know, I got to pat ourselves on the back, too, because we don't even get that shit. We don't have damn thing. Ah, Lonnie said, Duke, holla. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just so many teams. You know what I'm saying? And then also, too, like, it year in and year out, it's legit the same teams year in and year out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, when, you, when you're looking for the big dogs, you're going to go down south. You know what I'm saying? You're going to go to SEC. Those are the ones who are always good. doesn't fucking change. So, um, I don't know. We need... get you off topic. Yeah, no, I mean, that, but, that, you know, that's, that's legit, though. You know, that's legit. It's legit. So, um, let's go back to the pros, though. Let's go back to the pros. Cause we're, like, we're right on the heels of the regular season, man. I'm excited. You know, like I said, I had my, my fantasy draft uh, yesterday at Buffalo Wild Wings. Their food is disgusting. <laughs> which one did you, you go to? Owens Mills. That place uh, was fucked up, too. It was just, it was gross. I mean, oh, man. White Marsh. Which reminds me, I need to get on that page tonight and, and wear their ass out because it was horrible. But, uh, yes, it was. We had our draft party. We have our draft party there every year. Yesterday, I think it was like six people in the Buffalo Wild Wings. It took us like 20 minutes to get our beers. It was just, yeah, wow. it was horrible, man. Go to White Marsh. Yeah. 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 I've been meaning to check out that. They got the new David Busters out there, too. Yep, right next door. So it might be, it might be a good look to go out there and check a game. Let me meet you out there. Yeah. Something. I, I work know. right around the corner. Yeah. We'll figure that one out. But, um, yeah, let's get back to um, let's get back to football. And, uh, you know, like I said, we're right on the, on the heels of the regular season. And since we've kind of got our M&T Bank Stadium lady in the building, and I have, I have a feeling... I have a feeling I know what she's going to say for who the best team in the AFC is. I mean, um, we're just do a quick round robin. Let's start now, with Jaina. As, as we look at M&T Bank Stadium, where's your office? Right. <laughs> well, okay, so her office is like on the outside of it. She's actually, okay, well, I'm not going to put where your office is. Should I put that out there? Do you want to put that out there? Okay, right. I'm going to say let's generalize. She's in the warehouse. So, I mean, this shit is legit right here. Like, you know. Buck stops by, says hey, you know, loves the office. Yes, loves her office. She's got all these types of cool ass knickknacks and 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 fan and fan merch that I would just love to steal, but she would never let me come up to her office because she knows better. <laughs> Not unsupervised. <All> right. <laughs> Not really unsupervised. But uh, so is, is it safe to say, Jana, is the Ravens the, your pick for the? Uh, yeah. She's down with the purple and black, yo. I love it. I love it. Um, is that your mom talking about, hey, yo? Yes, Did she say yo? No, she didn't say yo. My Aunt Yolanda is on her mom, her auntie. Hey, but I'm not sorry. I'm going to say yo to Miss Nona. What's up, yo? <laughs> so she's saying hi, yo, to my aunt. But we can take that. We'll take oh, that. oh, 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 oh. Oh, yeah. I see what y'all did there. Yeah. Family affair. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, thank you both for tuning in. Hi, Evan. I don't know if you're still watching. We'll do that later. Anyway, um, yes, I am... Purple and Black? Best team. AFC. Um, now, I'm not going to lie. I have been... I've been traveling like mad. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know that I have watched anybody other than who we played. Like, I, I can't even... I'm, I'm a horrible sports person these days. Like, I haven't been paying attention to anything. Like You've been on the that. move, though. But, um... Whatever. You went to the Hall of Fame ceremony. What the fuck? Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Her her damn Instagram. I live vicariously through Jaina. I live vicariously through her Instagram. When she was at the Hall of Fame, I was at the Hall of Fame like, yo, I went to the Hall of Fame. I'll send you all the pictures and you can act like that. Just the one that I need. You're already. You need a personal assistant. Ha! Ha! I'll be able to work it out. Mark. Oh, go ahead, Jaina. No, no, no. All right, let me toss it to Mark. Who do you think is the best in the AFC right now? And I got, if I swear to God, if you say the Patriots, I'm going to jump across this table. How have they been playing? Well, maybe, okay. No, it's preseason. Who right. cares? Right. <laughs> I care about every game. <laughs> I'm screaming at I love it. There's a rumor going around that Tyler Perry and um, Oprah are beefing. Well, let me tell you about this. Tyler, okay, (laughs) told Oprah, bitch, if you don't have my money, we're going to have a problem. Oprah said, (laughs) what is the problem? Ooh. You said if I don't have your money, there was going to be a problem. So Oprah is standing her ground like, bitch, I'm in charge. <laughs> yeah, you know, you may have a $250 million studio over there that you film all your shows and movies and stuff on, but I have the empire. <laughs> That's what Oprah said. Oh, these are her exact words. Allegedly. I made this up. Right? Allegedly. I made it all up. Um, <laughs> but there was a rumor that they were beefing. But Tyler confirms um, that they haven't. They don't have any issues. So it says it was recently reported on the rumors that was swirling that the two were on the outs over constructive criticism. You are listening to BeExposedRadio.com. Yeah, we love extra innings at the yard. Yeah. 
Uh, what about the Nationals, Mark? I think they're playing tonight as well. They're all they're in the fourth, and they're up four to two on the Phillies in Philadelphia. Okay, awesome. There it is. There you have it. Okay, so you guys, when we left off, we were talking about football. We were slam on the fifty-yard line of the gridiron. And uh, we were talking about who the best team in the AFC will be this year. Um, Mark, who, who do you like? Who you been looking at? I think you threatened me, too. Oh, no. Yeah, I did. Oh, my God. Are you really going to do it? I don't want to. There's, there's like a need and a want. No! Uh, no! They've been I don't the, know, but don't fight it. They've been the top of the AFC for oh, 15 no. years. Oh, yeah. Yes! Yeah, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. I want them. He's going to fucking do it. Don't throw your hat in the ring for them. Okay, who do I want to be there? The Broncos or the Ravens? Who would I see being at the top of the AFC? The the scum scum from Boston. The dynasty has to end at some point. It does. It will be this year, damn it. It will. I don't know about whom. I don't know who Victor will be. T-Sizzle needs to just, like, hit but, okay, so but this is my thing. Hey, right. Hey, we are known for ending careers. No. Yes, we are known for ending careers, yo. We are. We are. Hey, RG3's career is over. It's not. We were, we were, okay, okay, this is the thing about RG3. We gave him life back because we took life from him. You know what I'm saying? So it's only right that he comes here and we give him life back. So we can't even count that, for real, for real. But this is my thing about the Patriots. Besides Tom Brady, who the hell's on the Patriots? Who's the wide receiver? Because they've been letting people go, like, fucking left and right. But, 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 you, but you just never know with the Patriots, though, yo. They always grabbing people. That's Bilicek. He goes to the store. Gets the I know. from the grocery store. Dad's still out there, ain't he? Second. Is Dad still out there? Has he been locked down? He hasn't yeah, been locked he hasn't down been yet. Locked down. Yeah. He claimed that he got a contract offer. Yeah. I don't know from who, but uh, Browns. Was, oh, they were talking the, about that. They're, they're hard knocking that motherfucker. Yeah. This Christian's crazy. Josh Gordon. Him and Josh right. Gordon. If Josh Gordon can stop getting high for two minutes, you know. But I mean, but honestly though, who is on the Patriots? Oh. Decker just. Re- I don't think Decker was even with the Patriots anymore. But I'm, I know he just retired. They. Um, Gronk. I mean, yeah, you got Gronk, but I he mean, he always gets injured though. I love. Yeah, Gronk. he's. I mean, Arizona he's beat up. They got um, this new guy, KJ May, that I've been hearing about, but I mean, he's not anybody. That, I don't think that he's anybody that's proven. Like, I'm just like, and and who's running? Who's the running back? Like, I don't even know. But it's, <laughs> but see, right? But but I'm just saying. But the point that I'm trying to make is that. It's the fucking Patriots. Whenever somebody hears the Patriots, they're like, oh, yeah, they're going to be all in it. Man, fuck the Patriots, okay? I don't even know who they have. I hope, can somebody let me know, like, anybody worth talking about? Leap, sister. Ah! She told me, jump on your ass. Ah! <laughs> that's your, is that your own? That yes. Yo, right. I love her, yo. She got to come through. That's right. You and a whole bunch of folks. Who is Keisha's pick for AFC? Okay, all right, Joel. right. So I'm, I'm sitting up here, I'm looking. <sighs> there are two teams who I think could actually, could actually do it, okay? The first team, if Derek Carr stays healthy, yeah. Oakland Raiders. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, are they even, they're not even the Oakland Raiders anymore. Are they still the Oakland Raiders? Yeah, they're still Oakland. Okay, okay, all right. Well, let's just call them the fucking Raiders. Vegas. Yeah, they're on their way to Vegas. Um, I don't I, even know why I come on here. I come on here to learn. <laughs> I, know, I, I know nothing anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah. Go ahead. I like the Raiders, okay? Like, Maybe that's the Broncos fan but Yeah, you're going to hate on them. You're going to hate on them. That, and, and it's, okay, um... Another one that I, I kind of like because, you know, like, I like balance. You know, you got to have it, the balance on both sides of the ball. You know, fucking if the Ravens could get the damn offense together, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah, they are. And you know what? I've, I've been very happy with what I've seen with Michael Crabtree. I can say that, you, you know. Um, but they're not, they're not the ones, <laughs> though. I mean, they're, they're kind of like an honorable m- mention. I think they, they got the tools to do it. I think they're playoff bound. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, you know, we'll we'll definitely get back in there after being out of it for so many oh, years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, we're gonna, we're gonna do that in a quick second because I, I got an over under for Ravens okay. for us. Um, but uh, let me let me get back. Um, this will probably be an unpopular, an unpopular choice. <laughs> this is my wild card. Okay. Yo, Houston Texans. And, you know, he's back in full effect, and Deshaun Watson is back in full effect. You know, they both caught some tough breaks, no pun intended, last season. (laughs) Yeah. But they're back, and they're in full effect. J.J. Watt is a monster, okay? And Deshaun Watson is a monster. Here's my problem with the Texans. They're Ah. always picked to win the South. They're always even picked to go maybe to the Super Bowl. And they always just... They, even, they, they'll you, fall under 500. You lose the heart and soul of your offense and your defense. What do you expect, though? What's their excuse for, like, the last 10 years? They were new. This fucking thing ever. <laughs> it's just like they were new. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, those are my little... That's my little picks. You know what I mean? It might be, I mean, you know, that's my picks. I'm sticking to it. My prediction is Texas doing are you serious? Damn oh, right. we are at odds on this one. That's all right, though. We'll keep it. We'll keep it lit for the whole season with that. Uh, Mark, who you got for the NFC, dog? I have no idea. Um, NFC is fucking. You know, I'm gonna tell you what. It's wide open. Ren is gonna hate me for saying this. I watched that game between the Eagles and the Browns. Okay, and that game was five to nothing. Wait, wait, was that, that Whoa, was a field goal yeah. and a safety? I watched, yes, I, I saw that score. I like, five to nothing. It was the worst shit I had seen in a long time. The score doesn't mean it's bad because I love defensive games. There's a playoff game like 20 years ago. Yo, it was, it was a turnover every fucking it series. It was like one of the best playoff games I've ever seen. Three to nothing. But yeah, that was shit. Yo, it was horrible. It was a turnover every. It's, it's preseason too. I'm sorry. I tried. Dude. Sorry, Okay, okay, so here's the thing about Philadelphia. You already got an issue at quarterback. Both of them, they're not even healthy right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's speculation as to who the hell is even going to be taking the snaps. And there's a Super Bowl hangover. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and from what I saw with that Cleveland Browns game, and, you know, starters was out there. Starters were out there that first half of the game, yo. 
<laughs> they didn't score no points. And what made it even more crazy was that I found myself becoming intrigued with the Cleveland Browns. Philadelphia, you played that bad where I became intrigued with the Cleveland Browns. Like, I was in the house like, what is this? The fuck is that? Like, seriously. Like, it was, it was interesting to me. And now I'm even thinking about watching Hard Knocks. What's going on? Uh, like, uh, seriously. Turn her HBO off. Right? <laughs> I'm thinking about watching Hard Knocks. And, and, and seriously, what about the Cleveland Browns, though? They got the Hard Knocks. You know what I'm saying? They got the Baker Mayfield. They might have the Des Bryant. We got Josh Gordon in the cut smoking weed. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yo, I, I'm saying. This is everything. You know, every time Josh Gordon's on the sidelines and he's got the inhaler mask, oh, someone's got to check it. Oh. I'm just saying. Oh. Vape, vape, vape. <laughs> he needs <his> oxygen. <laughs> oxygen. All right, so who so, do you got, man? Come on. I'm saying the Eagles are definitely not going to make the playoffs. Okay. Um, I'll go outside. Go ahead. The Rams. I like it. I fucking like it. Last year. I like it. Improving. Spagnolo. Yeah. Um, Isn't that, wasn't that his name? That's the coach's yeah, name, Spagnolo. Yeah. And um, it wasn't his first year last year or something yeah, like that. He's one of the rookie year. coaches that kicked ass. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I'm going to check out that game. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, golf and girly. Beat, I mean, not the beast mode, but I mean, like, seriously, like, level up. Like Girlie's, Sierra. Girly's a local guy. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, like, yo, I, I like that pick. I was going along the same lines. Um... Could this be the year for the Panthers? I, I like them too. Yeah. Could this be the year? Could Cam, you know, like I was watching a couple of his preseason games. He's still throwing himself out there. You know what I mean? Like way too much. I think there was one, there was one play that I saw where I swear to God, that motherfucker was like, it was like some perpendicular type shit. I mean, it was crazy. It was nuts, yo. And so I really hope that they manage that brother good and keep him in one piece, yo, because, you know, he's, you know, he's the key. To their success and to their to their failure, you know. Um, but I, I like them as well. So those are the two teams I have my eye on for the a, in the NFC. Everybody else can go to the wayside. Um, I'm not. I'm, I'm over Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I'm sorry, Peanut. Uh, y'all already know I'm over that who that nation because I call y'all ho that. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think it's time for some new faces. Yeah, I think, I think it's time for. Facebook emerge in the NFC, and those are the two that I'm looking at. So um, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. And you heard it here first, so go ahead and mark that for your books, and we'll check back in December on that. You know what I mean? I got to write it down. So, so yeah. Like, you know yeah we're all, we're all, we do that shit all the time, yo. Right, right. I would say, I don't know. I think I don't. Okay, it, all right, here we go. official Super Bowl picks? Cause. Well, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll go halfway through before we make super, okay. official Super Bowl picks. But, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, really quickly, in the few minutes that we have left, uh, let's go back to the home team. Because I, I meant to ask this earlier when we were talking about the two preseason games. But um, I want to talk about the Ravens. You know, I think, I think it's safe to say that we all agree that we're going to finally get back to the playoffs after being on the outside looking in the past couple of seasons. Okay, so now this is my question. The, the times that we have made the playoffs, like, Prior to our hiatus, okay, we were hovering around what eight, nine, ten games, you know, just barely like making it in with with very, 
like being, you know, masterpieces of minimalism, <laughs> if you will. Now, this is my question to you guys. Okay? Ravens, over or under nine wins this season? Over. Over nine wins? Over. You think that nine wins easy? Maybe not easy. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe not. No, no Ravens game is easy. There's some element of cardiac, like palpitations in mm-hmm. all games. Absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely. I feel. I feel definitely. I'm going. I'm going to go with the over two because I'm sitting up here looking at this at our regular season, right? Now our first five games are against the Bills, Bengals, Broncos, Steelers, and the Browns. That's five. I only see one loss right there. I know you. I know you gonna say something about the Broncos. Well, no. Um, I mean, it's the Ravens. Like you said, the cardiac team. Nope. Beat the Browns. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they'll play the Browns. Close until the last minute of the fourth quarter. Okay. Another point that I was gonna make: that Bengals game is in Cincinnati. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we have a tendency to fucking blow games up there as well. So that might be another car- cardiac. Uh, it's the Bills, Bengals, Broncos, Steelers, Browns. Now the only now the Steelers game that's up in Pittsburgh. That's why I said that's, that's that might you know that, that could be a legit loss and right that's there. Last one with, uh, without Jimmy Smith. Yes, and I think I think they can get by without Jimmy Smith against you know the other three. Yeah, absolutely. It could get. It could be three and one. It could be two and two. Mm-hmm. That, that's tough. Or, or three and two. Well, five, we said five. They, they so. need to really put the stamp on the Bills that first game, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And especially it, with the Bills' quarterback problems. Right. I'm going to say, and the fact that they, you know, what, what they did with Tyrod and how everything is hanging in the air over there, I have a feeling we're going to roll over their ass. That's a home game, too. We don't lose games at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's one thing I can say about the Ravens. We don't lose games at home. And... um yeah, yeah. So, you know, on the road against the Browns, that'll be cake. You know, we'll either welcome Baker Mayfield to the NFL in true Ravens tradition, or we'll say hello to an old, you know, old familiar face, and hopefully they'll take it easy on him because I love Tyrod. Like, gosh, like you know what I mean? And I, I just feel like this dude just goes from hard situation to hard situation. You know what I mean? Like. He was proven out in Buffalo. Yeah. Took them to the playoffs. I mean, like, took them to a, to a place that their team hadn't been in a long time. They still let him go. And, and, and you think, I know you think, like, okay, dude, I'm going to the Browns like shit. They have been some shit forever. You know, and I'm going to be all right. And these Bamas go and draft Baker Mayfield. <laughs> you know, and that's. I, I watched that game. Like I said, I watched that game between Philly and, and Cleveland. It's evident that that's who the people want out yeah, there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it was kind of weird too. It was kind of like I'm kind of giving the Cleveland Browns the side eye because Tyrod went out of that game with that hand injury, and they brought him back in. Like, what the fuck? Like, why? Why? Why would you do that? That's what you do in like week seven of the season. Yes. Pretty are you hope? I mean, it's almost like are you hoping that this dude gets fucked so they didn't have to even have a controversy? Yeah. yeah. It might be. Which is fucked up. Um, but I mean, I think I even said it last week. Like Tyra 
squad. They could be winning games. Mm-hmm. But the fans are still gonna want Baker Mayfield. Yeah, yeah. I, I was telling, uh, I was telling Ren last week. I was like, you know, what's so crazy is it doesn't matter. I feel like it won't even matter how well this guy plays. You know what I mean? Anytime something bad happens or something negative happens with the Cleveland Browns, it's going to be his fault. Because, I mean, everybody in, in it, you know, like, let's just take race outside of the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Baker Mayfield is legit the uh, Heisman Trophy winner. Okay. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the NFL. We're going to close this thing out. Damn. It's the end of the night, yo. Right. Don't go anywhere. Just a bit outside. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meat Girl. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. With millions of YouTube views, shares, Instagram likes, followers, and fans across the globe. But what do all these amazing pets have in common? Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a shelter or adoptable pets near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard? Well, (laughs) that's entirely up to you. Visit theshelterpetproject.org and hear more about Hamilton the Pug, Toast, and Keyboard Cat's amazing adoption stories. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Your perfect pet is just Check a click on the Artist Exchange Project Radio Show. That's the biggest thing is just empowerment. Just get off of the begging line. Just be proud and just and just get our pride and our dignity back because as a child, we're taught how to go and beg for a job. Our parents, they they literally taught us how to make sure you pull your pants up. Me, I'm a I'm six seven, so I'm a bigger man. I was always taught how to not uh, be threatening or intimidate people when I when I go into different interviews or, or different scenarios. And so we're literally taught how to condition ourselves, condition our speech, everything in order to go and beg these people for a job because we know when, when we walk in the door, I have to tear down ten stereotypes before I get past hello. So we need to eliminate that. You know, and, and we need to eliminate that. And the way that we do that is employing ourselves and employing our brothers and sisters. And so that's our mission is group economics, uplift ourselves, because I can't empower anyone until I empower myself and change from just being willing because it's in my heart and my passion to see my people succeed and see us do better and, and change the social order because I know that we are not supposed to be on bottom. I understand who I was. I know I didn't fall out of the sky and land on the plantation. So when you have knowledge itself and you know who you are and what you come from, it, it, it's, it's frustrating more than anything to see us in this position. Tune into the Artist Exchange. Every Friday, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Every Saturday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Live. The Artist Exchange Radio Show. Every Friday, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Every Saturday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Real artist, real talk, real live. On BeExposedRadio.com. I was meeting with a friend yesterday, and I've gotten to the point where don't ask me a question because the truth is going to come out. It's it's gone. You are listening to BeExposedRadio.com. Back to Spit Outside Radio Show on BeExposedRadio.com. Coming up Friday, the Artist Exchange Radio Show with your host, Nate. It's the final segment. Yes. Yes. Time fast, people. 
All right, so you guys, when we left off, we, uh, we were talking about the Ravens, and I gave them the over-under nine wins. We are all in agreement that they are going to be over nine wins, and we are going to be back in playoff shape. It's been a couple of years. We've missed it. And, uh, man, we got full confidence that the Ravens will get back there. You know, yes. And, you know, um, I'm really excited about Michael Crabtree. Like, and, and um, what's the other one? The Brown boy. John Brown. Yeah, yeah, John Brown. I mean, gosh. You know what I mean? Kenneth Dixon, Kenneth Dixon looks like he wants to do something. You know, um, we might be, it might be a question mark at the tight end position, though. Yeah. You know, and, and that's usually, that's kind of a, a Raven thing. We like to use our tight ends. You know what I mean? And, um, Andrew. Yeah. 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 Okay. I know you have things to talk about. Sure. Um, do you see, and I've never, I've only said this out loud one other time. Do you feel that you see Ravens era 2000 only a younger version in any of these players right now? I'm going to say, yeah, them boys are some ball hawks out there, yo. Like, seriously. Um, I, I haven't said it out loud. I didn't want to jinx or, or, like, throw something out there that was just, like, way too hard to believe. But I'm feeling there was something about it. wasn't this last game. Was it Colts game, I think? Colts game. They ate motherfucking Andrew Luck alive, yo. Right, but it was I think, yeah, it wasn't the Dolphins game. It was the Colts game. Mm-hmm. Like, There's something about this team that yeah. looks and feels so familiar. Now, it might not be carbon copy. It's not, you know, I mean, it will never be, it will never be repeated. Right. You can't ever repeat it. But there's something vaguely familiar about this team in in like the young rascals type of way. Like, Mm -hmm. absolutely, absolutely. I wanted to jump out there and see your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Like like I said, I mean, those boys, they some some ball hawks out there. And, you know, the one, you know, Ravens football, Defensive football, you know what I'm saying. I know they say ground and pound, but for real, fuck all that. Because you know, the, if it wasn't for our defense, we would not be anything. True. You know, you know what I'm saying. So, and if it wasn't for our records for the past three years, would be worse. Okay. And um, what I'm seeing on the field with these young guys, now starting talking about with the young guys, you know, second, and third teamers, man. I see some and I love it. I do. I love it. Yes, yes. You said a familiar feeling. I, I will go with you on that. I don't know what you think, Mark. I can't really give a... Uh, Mark's like, I just want to tell my story. <laughs> I, I can't give a good answer because, like, in 2000, I had no idea that we lived in Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I actually went for the G-Men in that Super Bowl. Oh, mother... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did not. I can't believe Mark just said, "Get the fuck." <laughs> hey, man. The grape juice. It's the grape juice. This is loose, man. Everybody loose. Hey, look. In the few minutes that we have left, let's get serious for a minute here, man. Because you know we all about spreading the love and respect. So um, we got a couple of announcements and a couple of things that we want to say before we close the show out, Mark. Well, okay. Well, let me do the first one. Okay, um, just a bit outside family, BXR, you know, we all, Bobby Ingram, we extend our condolences, our thoughts, our prayers out to you 
and your family for the loss of your daughter, man. I mean, like, I know that's, that's, a, that's a tough one to deal with. Very heartbreaking story, man. And we are all feeling for you. We prayed up for you, dog, for real. Everybody out there, call your prayer warriors for that family, man, and that brother. Lift them up in prayer because they're definitely going to need it over the next couple of months. Absolutely. Definitely. Um, and also this weekend, unfortunately, there was a, uh, another shooting in mm -hmm. Jacksonville, Florida, during the Madden 19 tournament. Uh, part of the national qualifiers for the, the big event. Um, they've named the, the two people killed, Taylor Robertson, 28, and Elijah Clayton, 22. Um, and, you know, it actually has a Baltimore connection. David Katz, the shooter who took his own life from Baltimore, he, uh, he's defeated, I guess, the last four years, and he actually won it previously. And part of the, uh, the investigation they found in divorce filings from the parents say that as a teenager he was twice hospitalized in psychiatric facilities and that he was prescribed antipsychotic and antidepressant medications. Um, uh, we've had mental health professionals on the show. Yes. Mental health is no joke. Yes, yes. And shout out to those families as well. And our prayers go out to them as well. And, and, and to the family of the shooter also. Like, you know, even though, you know, he was, was the... Uh, criminal, I guess for lack of a better word, in this situation. That dude had a family. That dude's family has been affected. Everybody that's been affected by that, man. Like, you know, y'all know I'm all about putting the guns down, man, and spreading the love. I can't express that shit enough, for real, for real. But, you know, hey, you know how we, we end the show, yo. Baltimore. Spread love. That's all we got for you tonight. Just a bit outside. Holla. See you in two weeks, mamas. No show Labor Day. Oh. The Exposed Radio. Well, if you made them, take care of them. Yeah, I, that's the real. You're right. That's the real deal. It's period. Right. And all that old 